A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. The extended COVID-19 pandemic impacts the egg industry, especially at the student level. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report, here with Taylor Schaefer, a senior at UW-Madison studying animal sciences and agriculture communications. And Taylor, not only is your education preparing you for a career in agriculture, but you're also involved in a lot of student organizations. Yeah, absolutely. So um, over the last four years, I've been involved in the Association of Women in Agriculture, Saddle and Sirloin, and Badger Dairy Club on campus. And what I love about these organizations is that they also put on really cool events for the community. It's, it's not just for the students. Unfortunately, some of that stuff had to be put off or canceled. Yeah, so last spring we actually had a really unique opportunity to offer a virtual breakfast on the farm, and that's one thing that... Um, um, granted, COVID is still existing on campus in the spring. That's something that we're looking into for the spring semester. Um, we're hoping to bring it back to campus, but um, if need be, that was a really good opportunity for us to reach people in the Madison area and beyond. Um, so we had educational opportunities. We also had Wisconsin-made products like cranberries and honey that um, people really loved, and it was really well-received. But unfortunately, we do have some events like Badger Kickoff, which I know we talked about earlier um, then we did have to cancel just because we have a lack of students on campus that are involved in our organizations this year. Let's talk about that lack of students. Is it because less students enrolled at UW-Madison or is just interest in agriculture going down on campus? Have you guys been able to kind of source the reason why you're seeing less involvement? We haven't really been able to source it to one different thing, but um, I think it had a, had a lot to do with a lack of engagement last year just because a lot of people were not on campus. So they have a farm at home and they have an opportunity to be virtual. So they stay at home and work on the farm and that decreased our members across pretty much every student organization I'm in. And especially for Saddle and Sirling with Badger Kickoff, we unfortunately only have a few members this year. So I think it's going to be an opportunity for us to not only build our club back to exactly what we want it to be, but also an opportunity for us to start fresh as well. Another thing that is unfortunate when you do have to cancel an event like this or even pivot to a virtual event, the money, losing some of that money to support your organization. I mean, how? what's the impact of, of that? I know for Saddle and Sirloin, Badger Kickoff was an event for us to make money, but it was also an event for us to reach the public. And that was pretty much why we continued to do it. It was a lot of work, but um, just like World Dairy Expo with BDC, that's just something that we do to help community members out and to volunteer. And um, shows are what drive a lot of these agricultural kids and their passions. And it's not necessarily all about the money. So I think that this year we're going to be looking into a lot of different fundraising opportunities for the club, but that's not something that we're mostly focused on, I guess. I'm glad you mentioned volunteering. A lot of organizations on campus depend on student volunteers. Have you just, have you seen just a, a scream for student volunteers? Yeah, absolutely. And even student workers, too. I have worked in many different areas, and this year I'm kind of working with the Department of Animal and Dairy Sciences, but also with um, the new Meat Science and Animal Biologics building. And you can definitely see that there is a need for student volunteers and student workers across campus. We're glad to have such an involved UW student here with us. If you're just joining us, it's Taylor Schaefer, a senior at UW-Madison studying animal sciences and agriculture communications. And in addition to the egg part of your life, you also have a musical side. You are in the UW marching band. 
I am. So I've been playing the trumpet since I was in the fifth grade. I've been in the marching band since my freshman year, and that has definitely been one of the organizations that has been pivotal in my college career. Let's talk about the halt, I guess, last year, the delay of Badger football and other fall sports. How did that impact your, I guess, musical career? We still had an opportunity to practice, and obviously we followed COVID guidelines on campus, and we're still following them um, today. So we had an opportunity to practice last spring in small groups, but the first time we were really back together and I guess kind of a normal setting was this fall, and we are still going strong. We're performing at home games. We're planning to travel to Soldier Field for the Notre Dame game. So um, we like to say the Badger Band is back and better than ever, and that just seems to ring true on campus. We've been talking about involvement. Is student involvement okay for the band? Our numbers are down a little compared to last year's, but um, all of our members are just as excited to be there today as they were two years ago. And you can definitely tell that um, our presence on campus is very, very, very well accepted. Um, Community members and even campus staff and faculty are just so excited to have us back on campus, and we are just as excited to be there as well. Oh, yeah. It was music to my ears. I was walking down the Lakeshore path and I saw a small group practicing and I'm like, wow, things are coming back. Fall excitement. School's back. Let's go back to that small group. How do you practice during, you know, pandemic restrictions or masking requirements? Are you doing it in smaller groups or can you guys come together in a large group? We've been practicing in a large group just because that's what the current guidelines are on campus. And, um, We actually had a talk about it yesterday, and our class is technically one of the most safe classes on campus. We're outside, we're distanced, and um, we're following UHS guidelines, following university guidelines, and that's going to change, obviously, as the semester goes on, and hopefully it's for the better, but we'll continue to do that as time progresses. Change is kind of the the word we've all been hearing for the past year and a half, and your organizations have had to pivot and change. How about your classes? For the most part, I am in person for all of my classes. I do have two of them that are virtual, but one of them is just a capstone one credit class. So um, I think it was virtual before the pandemic hit, but um, classes are pretty much normal for the most part. We have to wear masks inside campus buildings, but other than that, class sizes are generally the same and professors are happy to be back in class and so are students as well. Do you see some of this stuff continuing even post-pandemic when we're finally beyond this, the pivot to maybe virtual events or having kind of hybrid models of classes? I think for student orgs especially, we've kind of been using a hybrid model just because there's not so many people on campus. There's still some people that are at home and there's also still some people that aren't comfortable meeting in person. And like for AWA specifically, we're not meeting at the AWA house. So we are meeting at um, Union South just because it's a bigger room. So it's more room for us to space out. Um, But also it gives an opportunity for us to be virtual. So if our advisor is not able to be there with us in person, she can meet with us on Zoom. And if we have some members that also aren't comfortable coming, we can also have them there as well. Changing locations or having kind of a virtual element might be to your advantage in recruiting students. Yeah, absolutely. And that's something that we talked a lot about as an officer team last year. And we thought of it as an opportunity to reach people all over the world. So we have guest speakers at every single one of our AWA meetings. And last semester, we were able to meet with, um, I don't know if you know Cranberry Chats, but she's from way up north. And we also had some people from like the Mineral Point area. So kind of just all over the state who otherwise wouldn't have been able to meet with us in Madison and just hearing from those different people and their different perspectives was a really great opportunity for our organization.
Great. I'm glad we can kind of cap things off here on a positive note. Taylor, anything upcoming that uh, we should watch out for from UW-Madison students, specifically in your clubs or the marching band? You should definitely look out for us at World Dairy Expo if you're a prospective student. Also, make sure you walk through the trade show. The Animal and Dairy Sciences Department will be there every day. I'll be there every day. Um, So if you're interested in going to school at UW, learning more about different student orgs, feel free to stop by and find us there. We still will be selling grilled cheese and milk and all the different things that people come to love every single year. Um, So that's something to definitely look forward to. And um, you can pretty much find students all over World Dairy Expo in pretty much every aspect. Before I let you go, one more question. What was it like for students that are so involved uh, come expo season to not have had it last year? It was definitely a little disappointing, but um, it also just kind of built up the I guess, excitement for this year because we haven't been back to the Align Energy Center in over a year. It's been almost two years since we've been back there. So I think that everyone is just really excited to get back into the swing of things. I know our chair team has been working really hard on putting the event together. We just got our schedules yesterday, so everyone's kind of figuring out when they're going to be working during Expo. And I can tell you that even our new members, so freshmen and sophomores, they are very, very excited to get involved. Thank you, Taylor Shaver, for joining us. Again, a senior at UW-Madison in the Animal Sciences and Life Sciences Communication Program. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.